0: the year review no
1: yeah uh because we're now in summer break as this as of this recording yeah so um this is
0: the end of our junior year so we're i guess technically seniors now which is an interesting idea because for some reason a
1: large amount of like actual responsibility is placed on us now yeah so i don't feel like a senior i feel like i don't I'm not on an academic level that would be befitting of a senior. That's interesting.
0: Well, I'm not. A, I don't feel like I'm like academically a senior. I think that like as far as status goes, I feel like a senior.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, now that the seniors are now banned from coming to school, less they are not banned. I mean, they're not banned. I well, mean yeah, we, they're. But they're not supposed to be there. But
0: they're not not supposed to be there. They're just not going to be recognized as students. They're like
1: actual adults now yeah so that never mind but like now we're technically the like oldest class so yeah it's weird
0: yeah it's it's i mean it's definitely a an interesting feeling as far as like we're we're at the point where we're gonna have responsibility placed on us in in the sense that like the academy places a lot of like student leadership role responsibilities on seniors inherently because of the structure right so as soon as we start getting back to robotics you're going to be being pressured to um like start teaching freshmen how to program i'm going to be pressured to stop coming to robotics um even more a lot of people are going to be starting to feel like the differences that come along
1: with being a senior Mm -hmm. and i think i don't know it's kind of weird though because uh like from from sophomore to junior year it did feel like a big change but i feel like Mm -hmm. going into senior year i it's gonna be like just i'm a junior again but another year
0: i i don't know about that much because i feel like like noticeably my as a person my years have had like large differences like freshman year i was very excited about everything that the academy had to offer um sophomore year i was mad at the world um yeah and you here, were
1: going through the stages of grief
0: yeah the dabda um yeah. and then like this year i was kind of i guess content with my my position
1: oh uh, yeah i guess that's true because um like last year like fre- freshman years was, was like whatever and then last year was also like whatever but like this year and i guess next year i'm really trying to get Stuff out of high school, or at least get stuff out of the time that I have in high school. Yeah. More.
0: Because you don't want to, like, ideally, you don't want to end off being, like, discontent with the way that you ended high school. Right. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, well, I had four years to accomplish something in an academy that places an importance on accomplishing something and I did nothing. Yeah. Like, I, in my programming reflection, um i went up to our teacher and i like my my programming reflection pretty much entailed that like i did good work this year but i haven't really accomplished anything that i'm too too proud of in the last three years Mm -hmm. and so my plan for the next year is to like work to actually accomplish something and not to just like work to turn into reflection and just be over with it Mm -hmm. um which was kind of funny because Um, as soon as I said that, um, our teacher like looked at me and she was like, haven't I been saying this to you for three years? Um, which is admittedly true. Um, let's kind of start off chronologically with how our year began. So I'll let you start. Okay. Okay, So
1: first challenge, right? Back at it again. Haunted house. We got to make a, we got to plan a scene or like a, a room, I guess for our high school haunted house Uh, didn't like it didn't like it sophomore year didn't like it this year it was kind of weird because this year I actually had an idea that I wanted to implement Mm -hmm. that actually made me interested in actually making the haunted house Mm -hmm. but it didn't pan out because we were told that we weren't going to be able to do it, so we had to do something else, and then I just become uninterested with it.
0: I I think that um, we're, by the way, I'm just gonna use fake names for our teachers. Um, yeah. The the way that the academy structures um the haunted house is that every year you get a kind of different level of responsibility while also being tied to a new teacher um so sophomore year you start off with miss kretz who um is in charge of like she's kind of the more artistic teacher in the academy she kind of teaches you like you know like um she doesn't teach you that but she's like she covers history and she's a little bit more artistic and so she kind of gives you a little bit more free reign with that especially Mm -hmm. since she understands that like um how are you going to make a
1: historically accurate haunted house um oh yeah 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 and and another stipulation for the haunted house is that it has to be based off of some historic thing yeah um so last
0: year i was a grade I, it's officially called a grade chairman um and i think i did all right but i was kind of mean in the process of doing it all right um mm-hmm. which is something i'm definitely a little bit more proud of that i did this year which was that I was able to be a little bit more nice to like my friends and understand that like, I'm not just, you know, like in charge of something. I'm also, you know, supposed to be somebody that's like, you know, in charge, but also just not bossy. Right. Cause I I think I struggled with that freshman, not freshman year, sophomore year. And a lot of our friends kind of commented to me that like, I was not necessarily like driven mad by power. I was just like, getting more stressed and that kind of just Mm -hmm. became like a a self-eating snake in the sense that like I was more stressed so I'd yell at my friends more and then yelling at my friends more made my friends less likely to work which then made you know my job harder making me more stressed um so like this year we had um miss I need a fake name Yosemite um and miss Yosemite is a little bit more fact-based, you could say. Um, so the sophomore, not sophomores, the juniors cover the uh, Civil War. Um, and so we kind of had some ideas that we thought were unique because you're like, I mean, you're, you're kind of locked down by the idea of being in the Civil War. And the seniors always have to pick a topic that kind of goes in hand with that, so this year seniors chose, what was it? Oh, like an evil scientist was like sending yeah, you back in yeah. time, or something. Um, which they did a pretty good job with. uh you know, admittedly, not admittedly, but they did a really good job with it. um Yeah, I, I saw some of the the
1: props that they had made and stuff, and it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, but this year, like we had, Miss Yosemite was like a lot more. Uh, focused on being like factually irrelevant so we mm-hmm. Kenneth the idea that kenneth had mentioned was um he wanted to he and his group wanted to make uh a wendigo which is a monster that comes out from uh, like a cannibal or something um yeah, something like and it was going to go with a like war camp that somebody had been trapped in or whatever right okay and Yeah, and to kind of make it more interesting and more like actually cool of an experience, we wanted to have like the Wendigo thing chase you down Mm -hmm. and that ended up not working because like I I, having a different perspective than from what you guys did, Miss Yosemite was kind of right in her justification behind telling you guys no. I just think that, miss yosemite has a very specific tone when she's talking to students and that kind of threw you for a loop and made you think that she was like trying to be unfair and that she didn't want your ideas because she didn't like
1: them well that's the thing though is that it's not like because obviously we can't just go and do whatever there needs to be some mediator that makes sure that we can actually do it but there was no compromise there was no well this might not work but maybe if you did it a little bit differently, maybe if you yeah. twisted it in this specific way, it would, it would help better. No, we yeah. were just pretty much left high and dry. No, this idea will not work. Come up with another one. Yeah, And that's what really was... made me unmotivated to work. Because, it... well, now we have, I had this idea. We had this idea that I thought was pretty neat. And now yeah. we don't have any alternative and have to come up with one. I, I
0: definitely get that. It's just that you and I like for, by nature of what we were doing had very different context.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so like though Miss Yosemite's justification was correct, like her follow through doesn't necessarily because like you said, yeah. she just kind of told you you need to go do this or you need to go like change this idea, but she didn't give you any like follow through on how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so like I tried to help in that sense, but there had gotten to a point where you guys just kind of gave up. And because of the way that you were treated, and I get that completely,
1: mm-hmm. um it's pretty demoralizing, honestly. yeah,
0: like, it, it was a lot different of experience from when we had misres last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I I definitely tried a little bit harder this year to kind of make everybody happy, which is something that I learned like is obviously just impossible. But I think that next year, well, this year, I'm going to try and do a better job because the actual, like, job description is a lot different, Mm -hmm. right? Um, We're more in charge of, like, the actual, um,
1: what's it, what is it, the actual... Like, infrastructure?
0: Yeah, so we have to, like, actually come up with the ideas and actually, like, do a lot of stuff besides just, like, we have to do the budgeting and we have to do like you know prop allocation and stuff like that and i know i know that i'll be in a leadership position again i just need to do a better job and kind of select people that will actually like help me in the sense that like this year i i put a lot of people i know work in context like really well like a few of the people that are really good at working in robotics i put in charge and then Mm -hmm like, you know, ideas got shot down and we kind of just like fell and yeah. didn't know how to get back up. Because in, you know, robotics, you're not getting shot down. You're you're mm-hmm. kind of just like told to like move on or change your idea. So right. it's not it's not like just hard nose. It's more like, well, this idea has merit to it. You just need to change it. Right. Um, which is a very different experience from what we had in the haunted house.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because because in robotics, when you're coming when you're coming up with some designs, it's not like if your design won't work well, it should just be cast away forever. Because there are qualities of that design that could be used to improve, like the next iteration.
0: Yeah, and and I want I like kind of just am ready for. A different approach because we don't have miss Yosemite again we have um mr canyon and so mr canyon i i like we we have a storied relationship but i think mr canyon might be a little bit more accepting of new ideas
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially because he he kind of is accepting to ideas if you can get him involved right um and i i don't think we'll have trouble with that because i think like the actual idea of the haunted house like actually really interests him Mm -hmm. um but that being said like job positions are going to change and you know i have a few people that i think are going to be in charge of like creative and then like you'll probably you'll probably just end up getting stuck with budgeting
1: yeah that's fine yeah the thing is though is that like I, I don't like being a leader like I, I don't feel confident in being a leader in things that I don't feel like I can do a good job leading but uh-huh. if it's something that I have a specialty in or something that I think that I can really add something to like the team I feel like I would be a good leader and that's when I would step up mm-hmm. but other than that I don't I much more like being a, a worker than a leader yeah I get you
0: I'm I'm different. Well, actually, in this context, in a in the academy context, I'm uh, much different mm-hmm. because I've come to terms with that. Like our grade tends to fall apart unless there's a person at the head screaming, mm-hmm. and from experience, I've had to be that person at the head. It takes a lot out of you.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. I've seen yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's move on from haunted house. Yep. Um, what was next? Let me pull up my drive. Um, so from haunted house, we moved into manufacturing. Ooh, ooh, another one. Santa Sweatshop. Manufacturing. Um, oh God. So, um, pretty much, uh, the idea behind Santa Sweatshop is that the Academy's robotics team likes to hand out things at competitions that we go to. And you, as the junior class, are tasked with designing something that will be handed out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so the two ideas that made it were a medical pouch, which was... Really, really good. Yeah. And then uh, the headbands, which Kenneth and I were functionally in charge of. Oh, well, up. I was actually in charge of it. Kenneth was pretty much number two at yeah. a certain point. Um, so that was another interesting challenge um the a product we made was pretty bad mm. admittedly it was really bad. Um, we it was felt with spray paint on it that spelled out the team numbers that we are, which um and on a white headband mm. um which was just golden right and was rightfully thrown in a dumpster
1: oh yeah we also we also had another they, they, they were like they, they were like secretly cast off while the medical pouches were actually given out yeah uh another funny story that came from
0: santa sweatshop was um one of the team members that was in charge of accounting ordered an extra 350 headbands oh yeah um and they just got there in an amazon box that was thrown at me and i was asked why mm-hmm. um, I had no clue what was going on. I had just gotten there, and I had to like reverse engineer what went wrong. And mm-hmm. it was because somebody had figured the old amount of headbands, which came in a smaller package, and used that as the number that we needed to order of a larger package. Which doesn't make any sense, right? It's because they weren't paying attention, but that's besides mm-hmm. the point. Okay. Um, so from Santa's Sweatshop, um, we went into what? Um, yeah. Let me pull up my. I have yeah, a... I don't actually remember. We went into Maker Fair. No. Four. No.
1: What? The, no. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maker yeah. Restore. Uh. Rube no, we were. Yeah.
0: Yeah. OK, so Rube Goldberg, as its name implies, is a challenge in which the 11th grade class is tasked with making a Rube Goldberg machine that pops a balloon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so Kenneth work, Kenneth and I worked in different groups um, for this challenge. Uh, the way it actually happened was um, I thought, that, and this is nobody's fault, I thought that I was going to be in a group with Kenneth and mm. uh, some of our other friends. Um, Kenneth and our other friends did not know this Um, so they made their group without me and then I was going to be like okay well I'll work in a group of my different friends and -hmm. then I went to go tell the teachers that because I knew my friends were okay with it yeah and they were like no 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 you're
1: doing it alone and then even after the group that you were going to join said that it was okay they said that I was lying and that I had
0: told them to say that yeah Uh, and then it eventually got to the point where i like was told to just leave the room and that i was going to do the challenge which takes three people no at the minimum three people to do by myself um which is
1: ridiculous because it it doesn't make any sense it was not even their jurisdiction because it was the people like you weren't going to join a group with the teachers you were going to join a group with people that you had asked previously and they had said it was okay.
0: Yeah. So I mean the besides that the challenge itself was pretty eh. Yeah, um, it was
1: okay. It didn't really I, have any like real value to me.
0: Yeah. I did a um uh my group and I did a Willy Wonka themed um Rube Goldberg. Um and that was pretty interesting. It only worked like half the time.
1: Right.
0: Um and then
1: Kenneth, what did your group do? Uh see that's where you realize that theming really didn't matter, because we didn't really have a strong theme that we based our thing off of. Yeah, I mean, it, you had a theoretically
0: strong theme. It was, yeah. it was video game, and it, it was, was pretty like cool. Arcade machine like, like Jinko. You started it off with like yeah, an actual yeah. coin slot, and like yeah. inserted it, and that was pretty neat. Do you have anything to add about Rube Goldberg? It's a pretty eh challenge. Mm. It, it the idea is cool. It's just your
1: follow through is usually eh yeah, yeah because you're... it's kind of interesting because my group had people that actually knew how to use tools and were essentially mm-hmm. like, certified to use them so they were allowed to use them but everybody else that didn't have these qualifications they were sort of they didn't they couldn't really do anything about it and I know a lot I know a lot of people actually got angry at that for context, uh, Kenneth's group was allowed
0: to use professional-grade CNC machines, um, and yeah, that was, um, as you could guess, to another group that was actually literally building their Rube Goldberg machine out of Hot Wheel tracks with hot yeah. glue.
1: Because we, we, had, we had a 3D printer, we had power tools that the teachers were okay with us using because Mm -hmm. our team members had used them in robotics so obviously the teachers knew that they were like they knew how to use it
0: yeah i mean it's it's whatever pretty much yeah i mean it's at the end of the day it didn't add anything like neither of us really really learned how to do anything so i mean i I don't think that anybody really took away from that challenge like oh my gosh this has changed my outlook on life i'm Mm -hmm forever anew because of the rube goldberg challenge in 11th grade
1: was there even like a a researching portion on that challenge Um, i literally don't even remember it was design and research right because because like in the manufacturing challenge we watched a couple videos about like manufacturing lines yeah and we had to
0: like do mod apps which is a professional standard Um, which doesn't really make sense when the people you're talking about are 11th graders that are using scissors and felt. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's whatever. Um, So after Rube Goldberg, we move into Maker Faire, which is storied. Um, Mm -hmm. So Maker Faire 2019, uh, both Kenneth and I worked on BattleBots. We were on different teams. Um, Kenneth's team was... Uh, with our friend trevor um
1: you want to tell about how your just, yeah your maker fair went so basically um i did not have a, an idea for maker fair but trevor did so i just sort of was like hey we should work on it together because i don't have an idea because i don't really and care do. <laughs> yeah but no i mean it, it was actually pretty nice right because we we basically just made like a a ripoff of tombstone that had a bad drivetrain and was unbalanced mm-hmm. and was front heavy but like i actually managed to learn like a lot about like more like mechanical stuff because all i've been doing is programming in terms of robotics but mm-hmm. i actually got the opportunity to learn about like you know get a small taste into the other fields i guess yeah More like electrical and like mechanical components yeah yeah i I did a battle bot um it
0: it was poor execution on my part and it didn't get finished and it was pretty sad it
1: mm-hmm. was close
0: to getting finished but the finished product that i could have put out would have been decimated yeah could have and would have been decimated mm-hmm. um so i mean it, it's a learning experience and i'm gonna redesign it like from the ground up that's one of my yeah. summer projects um but I mean it's eh at this point. Right. Um, it should be mentioned that at the same time during Makerfair, seeing as though this is a year review, I started my internship in my church, which has been very fun. Um we know. mostly we started uh we started using a software called Planning Center, which is um interesting as far as like data management because it's like a simplified version of making like Excel not Excel access databases. Um So, like, for me, it was, like, designing systems that were able to, like, push people through classes and kind of keep them informed as to where they are and invite them and kind of remove them from a system if they're being inactive or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, like, being able to pull out reports of, like, who's new to the church this month, which has been really fun. Um, And I'm still doing that. Uh, And I think I still, yeah, I think think I still will be until, like, graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, or even then if I'm, you know, unless I'm doing something else, I don't know. Um, but it's been really fun, and I've enjoyed myself. Um, it's kind of interesting. It's a lot of technical work. It's not actual code work, but it, it's, it's you know, systems engineering or software systems engineering. Um, but that's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Maker Fair goes, I think our experiences are pretty much like, we learned a lot from them.
1: Um, oh yeah, it was. It was, like, it was actually pretty fun. I think that was probably the best Maker Fair that I've had.
0: Yeah, I, I think like despite you know my failure, this was probably my favorite Maker Fair. Just being able to like actually say like you know, I learned something, even if it was a hard lesson. I learned something, and yeah. you know, it's whatever. Yeah, um, actual value, yeah, yeah, which is sometimes hard to say about some challenges. Is that a fair?
1: Hmm. Eh. What do you yeah. mean by eh? I don't know. Is that,
0: is that an agreeing eh or is that a
1: eh? Oh eh? no, that was an agreement.
0: So from there, we moved on to off the grid. For you, yeah. I moved into off the grid. Kenneth moved into a project. Um, a company project. Yeah, so the academy was tasked with designing a few things for a company. So right. I think we should probably cover off the grid first because it's less interesting. And then um, we should talk yeah. about your project. So off the grid is a challenge in which the 11th grade is tasked with designing a compound that they would survive in, in the apocalypse. So um, you can choose your own backstory. You can choose your own follow through um, my group chose that global food shortages were causing tension. So we decided to move on to a compound that we had Mm -hmm. built because we were financially successful or whatever. Um, It went pretty good. There were some questionable things that happened with our grades towards the end, but I guess it's all good from here because, you know, I mean, what's done is done. It's not like I can go back and change it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's another one of those challenges that, I mean, unless I'm going into agriculture, I really didn't learn that much. Um, you know, I didn't have to like CAD the house there or anything. Um,
1: it was mostly just like looking up Amazon links for like security cameras. Yeah, because and... I I had assumed that it would be an interesting thing to think about, but not really like a good learning experience. Too much. Yeah. Um, it
0: was it it's it's definitely an interesting challenge. I'll say that much, but it's not something that I. Th- think weren't six weeks of work oh yeah um we had a conversation with a substitute teacher and he came in and he was trying to like guilt trip us about like oh well your projects don't look that good even though you were supposed to give this much time and effort to it um and that kind of just gets you thinking along the path of like we would probably submit better stuff if we were given less time Mm
1: -hmm. because wasn't that also the the, the substitute that had calculated about how many man hours that you would get, except it was wrong. It was so far from being actually correct. Yeah. So it didn't really it didn't really like make a statement of anything. It wasn't. It was just incorrect. Yeah, pretty much. Um,
0: I mean, it, it it's just there's not much to say about it really. It's just eh, like you can't really do anything. You yeah. just it's it's one of those things where you're,
1: you're...
0: It was hit or miss, and this time it was a miss. Um, right. And you can't really do anything. It just is over. Hmm. Um, so now let's talk about the infamous project in which you worked on during uh,
1: this yeah, six week so, forward. While you were doing whatever in Off the Grid, I was working on a Funny challenge... Push cutting the blade. Yeah, pretty much. Uh I was working on a project that was given to this the the academy uh from a company. Uh they basically, I think we talked about this before. They basically wanted to have a more modern employee orientation or whatever, and they wanted something Mm-mm. I guess interactive. I don't really know. But like The concept is pretty neat, right? Because you know, whatever, whatever. We're making something interactive. We're using Unity, I guess. And this was a project that has been worked on for like previous years, but we couldn't find any of the information that the previous students that were working on actually had. Yeah, we like there was a Google Drive folder, and then there was like nothing in it. Like they had like an Unreal Engine project, but it was just empty. That's why we were able to switch easily because we didn't even have anything to work off of anyways so it's not like you really needed to rebuild mm-hmm. you're we yeah we we did not have anything to rebuild it was pretty much all new stuff but um yeah. like the, the concept is nice but i feel like the 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 person that is like managing our project at the company he, he obviously has a very strong Like vision of what the project should be but he kind of has a hard problem imparting that to us because obviously I don't work for this company so I technically don't even have a reason to care about doing this for this company but that just makes it harder because I don't have a vision of what the project should be so there's all the stuff that's in this guy's head and we our team got none of it so we just sort of had to do stuff and communication wasn't really all that good right mm. and like and and i think we had like this last meeting pretty much it was like two, uh two or three weeks before the end of um school that he actually went to the high school and had a meeting and that meeting i don't really remember the, the actual contents of the meeting but all i remember was thinking that the scope of this project was way too large for high schoolers that don't know what they're doing like can accomplish because hmm. obviously this project is supposed to span multiple years multiple student school years right but that that's really difficult because you're essentially what, like training new staff and hiring new people and getting them acclimated to the previous infrastructure, right? Yeah. It's like looking at legacy code every year, right, for new And then deciding whether or not that was actually worth.
0: But you're going to have to put in the effort to reading and understanding it. So inherently, the project is flawed unless everybody that starts on it is a freshman and
1: is constantly reverse teaching yeah, and going back and showing. And, and and even then, even if we were very qualified to work on this in Unity or whatever, uh, we just didn't have very strong guidelines and we didn't have like a vision of what the guy wanted us to do at all. like So it, it didn't really help. It was at that moment, right, at, at, after that meeting that I had realized that you' were it was just not gonna work out, okay. because I was kind of hopeful going into it. Like it was kind of bad. Like we didn't really manage to meet like pretty much any of the the timeline deadlines that we had created. But you know I, I thought it was still salvageable. You know, if you just put in a lot of effort, eventually you'll get to a point that is easily continuable by the next year. But it's just that, like, the the scope is just way too large. And we're still, like, half setting up, right? Yeah. So, like, what? Presumably, I would work on it senior year, which I'm not going to do as much as possible. And then I leave. And then it's up to the freshmen that would be, like, sophomores at this point. Or juniors at this point because I left. Um, it's up to them to having what you're doing the most knowledge out of all potential new people that isn't my class and the the people the the two people me included of workers that are in the junior class or the I guess going to be senior class. So yeah, like it it like it's just so it, it's not going to work out because. It, like nobody's going to be able to learn fast enough, and more deadlines are going to be failed to be met, and nothing is going to, to be to happen. Yeah, that's sucky. Because mm-hmm. like I, I I don't have a problem with teaching the 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 newer people like our infrastructure and and how like the the base project of how things work, but. I just don't want to work on it anymore because I know that I'm just going to be working towards something that future people will not understand at all and not be able to continue so what's what's the point if I'm not going to do it all myself which I'm not even motivated to do most of it anyways like I I just don't want to work on it
0: yeah that's mm.
1: that's mm. it was uh it was pretty sucky. And and now, like, it's probably expected of, like, us, like, the, the, the seniors that will go into the project before to continue working on it. But I just don't want to do that. Like, that's an expectation that I know is going to be there. But I just really, really don't want to work on the project anymore. Because
0: I know you and the other senior that were working on it aren't really that interested anymore, right? Mm-hmm
1: i think that's honestly it's like pretty much only like like in terms of the actual end product that people would be interacting with because i don't actually know what the other people did i'm pretty sure there was only like three people that actually like me included i did like a lot like comparatively to the rest of the team and it was like three people that actually made contributions to the actual project I feel like in terms of like actually making the simulation whatever and that was honestly also pretty demoralizing because I feel like um it, it felt like I was like shouldering and like us three were shouldering the the rest of the team and it was it wasn't good at all yeah it's it's The issue is that
0: realistically what you guys develop can't be taken further than just this because mm-hmm. the other team is making a high-tech gun that's supposed to identify what material it's being put up against, which mm-hmm. is a real technology. It's just like all, however advanced the academy students are, there's no way that we can make that good and make that quality enough for a large company to oh, use. Yes. Consistently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's kind of just like an issue inherently with the way that it, it, it's laid out, because there are things that obviously we could do and we can make improvements, whether or not whether it's, you know, maybe if we were a manufacturing academy that was taught how to analyze manufacture like manufacturing plans the design process and go through the design process and kind of approach it with a different view, maybe. We could go to a company and kind of be like, well, you know, we can highlight this for you because, you know, we're willing to work for free and maybe just maybe we'll make a slight improvement that, you know, could potentially have massive gain to you. Mm-hmm. But the issue becomes that if your are the scope of the project is too big because mm-hmm. You may be able to do this, but what would be infinitely better for that company that you're working with would be if they hired a person to come in and do it, because
1: mm-hmm.
0: the doesn't the company that you're working with like do government contracts?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. They so do a lot of, they're, they're, they basically do a lot of contracting work with like other people. Yeah. So what what to me would
0: sound smart is because there's no way that you could go there and you could get measurements and you could get an accurate estimate of Mm. what it's like there you know especially because you'd want them like training to be like of a clean environment right but you don't know what it looks like clean because you only ever see it when it's worked in right so what would make more sense is if they either had you guys come in or if you could work from there on something and be able to cross-reference it, right? Right. Because at the end of the day, you will be a hindrance to another person. And if that person's time is more valuable than yours, which quite frankly it is, they're Probably. just going to end yeah. up just not. Because are you going to be able to email the person, the, the contact you have at the company and be like, hey, can you go here
1: and they take this specific measurement to me for me? right like we we have a floor plan uh but that isn't enough can only go so far and isn't enough it it really isn't enough which is more
0: because you there's unless it's the most detailed floor plan you need to be able to see things and you need to be able to like look at the tools specifically and analyze how they work because you want even if it's fake you want movement to look realistic so that way a person doesn't think something's wrong Mm -hmm. and then also that but you guys vr games are specifically designed to not make people nauseous and you have no experience on how to do that and you're most likely going to be training i mean a few young people here and there but i mean not really that
1: that was another thing right because we went into this i guess you don't know this but we went into this thinking that it was going to be some vr thing but then um the, our, is it actually just a computer game? Was basically just like, uh, no, yeah, it's basically just a computer game, and like that's so dumb, right? Why don't you just do like, like, I don't know, like three D video or something? I don't understand,
0: or you know, an actual training video. But the thing is that we approach the company,
1: and mm-hmm. they can't just say no, right? And, so, and honestly, I, I, I sort of, I feel sort of bad for our contact, right, because he told us that like sometimes when he's like working or whatever like somebody will come up and be like hey you're working with those high school students right what have they been working on and he told us that like well he doesn't really have anything to show to them and it, it's just unfortunate because there can't won't really be anything, anything to, show. to show
0: yeah yeah because at the end of the day what could possibly come out of this is something that they'll be like wow this is really awesome and then the file is just going to get put up on their company drive and never used oh yeah and, and so the issue is that in a lot of things that are happening in the academy the scope of the project sounds really cool and it is a cool concept mm-hmm. but you don't have the means to follow through on it right you can't just We're
1: high schoolers. like we, we got stuff to do like literally uh, like out of the seven ish i think there were seven people out of like the seven or eight people that were in that team four of them were seniors so yeah now you have all of that skill and familiarity with the project gone and so now it's just up to the people who are still there to simultaneously teach new people how to maintain the software and to keep on working on it
0: it's also worth noting that you had had no experience with unity before this right
1: oh yeah like uh, I, I think Unity is interesting, and I have since then, like, as a side project, made a small game that, like, I learned from and like learned how to use Unity from. Like, but that was after we did the project, so I and I had learned so much. So that means that I had done so little.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's just a thing that you can't avoid at a certain point because those types of large projects will only actually be useful to a person if somebody that's skilled enough to make it good will actually develop
1: it Mm -hmm. like high schoolers is is not a good work cycle because you're obviously not paying them and we're doing it through through school so we have to do everything at school which means that like i mean still meeting some of the requirements for school right
0: The idea of oh sorry I have to work on this actual like job opportunity after I do my history homework is so dumb, Mm -hmm. but it's just it's there's no real way to put it any besides besides this. It's just the idea of the project is cool and it could have been cool. It's just not right, and you just can't do it right now. Even if we were the most skilled high schoolers in the universe, we just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I There's nowhere else to go with this, pretty much. It's just yeah. a sad synopsis. Pretty
1: after much. after that, we had ducks in a row, which is another eh. Yeah. It's like, out of all of the the challenges, pretty much the only one that actually matters, because you could get an actual business opportunity if you get lucky enough to have somebody
0: that's if that's actually offering a job or Mm. you know
1: to consider yeah
0: because there are a few people that well okay so let's lay it out so the ducks in a row challenge uh the 11th grade is design is tasked with making understanding the do's and don'ts of an interview making a video about the do's and don'ts of an interview making a resume and a reference sheet, and then also performing a semi-realistic work interview
1: where they will go... Like actual business people.
0: Yeah, or whoever the academy could get a hold of. So, mm-hmm. you know, there were a few people that weren't necessarily like high-level business,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they were, you know, like somebody, a manager, a hiring manager from Walgreens or something, and they'd be able to maybe offer you a job if you were actually impressive to them. Right. But what ended up happening with us was that like the video and stuff it doesn't really apply but it's eh it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um
1: we didn't even the- we okay I, I don't actually know because I left early but we didn't even look at any of them. As far I as feel I like know.
0: Miss Yosemite probably did, but she probably didn't actually care enough. Yeah. It'll be a grade but it'll probably just be a
1: cop out. Right. So uh-huh. like it was like why did we even do that? At all. It's a uh
0: I know the Academy loves to pride itself on not giving students busy work, but it's busy work.
1: It, it was pretty much busy work. We didn't even like we were told that we were all gonna watch them and that even that didn't happen.
0: Yeah. I mean it's there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Yeah. I I I learned about video editing a little bit, I guess, which is great.
0: The I learned that the
1: Windows ten video editor
0: is pretty nice, but that's pretty much it. I mean, as far as the actual interviews go, um, my experience was pretty okay. It was um, a a lady from Charter Spectrum that came in and kind of interviewed me. Um, Mm -hmm. From my understanding, she wasn't a hiring manager and she wasn't, like, but she had obviously been through um, interviews before, so she understood it. It's just like, the idea is a little bit weird to me because, like, um, you know, like I I asked for this specific person and the lady actually had to fill in for another person because they couldn't make it. But, right. um, it's a little bit weird because like you had some people that were interviewing with companies that are like notorious for giving students like high school programs and oh, like right. you know doing that, but there were only a few slots and only a, like it's not favoritism in any way. But only a few students got them and those students walked out with like interviews. Um, and they were like, Wow, I could maybe get a job here if I wanted, because the right. person gave me a business card. So people actually got, did you like, have that? Did no, you get that? No. Did like, you get a
1: job offer? No. Like my my guy was nice. He was the like IT director for Advent Health or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his like official title. But no, I mean he was nice. Like uh, I knew pretty much that he wasn't really Looking to either give somebody like a job opportunity, obviously, or like an internship or anything, but like he he was still nice. Like I I had sort of accepted that, which I didn't even expect to to for it to get anywhere for me to like get an in, uh, an internship or anything. Um, but I actually did manage to get good feedback on like interviewing and stuff, yeah. and like what I guess the field is like.
0: Yeah, it it's at the end of the day it's one of those things where you you you're you're learning from it but it's not always going to be a result you're not going to gain something like Mm -hmm. extrinsic from it you're going to get like you know an understanding of how an interview works and maybe you'll feel a little bit less nervous and you'll have a better resume in the future but like you're not really like doing unless you. You're in a position where you interviewed with somebody that is actually handing out a job. But you're not going to be able to get anything, right? Um, and and it, it, that's it's like, it, and it's not the way it's laid out makes it sound by the teachers, um, because they always bring up that like the idea that well maybe you could get an internship or something. It's happened in the past, so they make it sound like it's reasonable to expect that you might walk out of with it, something. Mm-hmm. I got like, a pretty okay, cool cup. It's is, it is
1: more more likely in general than not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, it, there were a few people in our grade that got job offers, but it wasn't like something real. It was just like summer programs or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's, it's one of those challenges that you're taking away experience more than you're taking away anything. The same right. way that haunted house really doesn't teach us anything; it just teaches us how to work in a team and how to be leaders.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I, I think it's, it kind of, it was a perfect summation of this year in which that the challenge was, eh, you kind of took something away from it. Yeah, but at least you got like a resume out of it,
1: mm-hmm. you know. And, well, and it, I, I mean, at, at least like you know, nobody teaches you that stuff. Nobody really, well, as far as I know. Nobody really teaches you how to, like, make a resume, I guess. Yeah.
0: It's just, it's eh. I, I don't really know where to go from here. This year is, it was interesting, but it's not really
1: one for the history books. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel eh. like, I, feel like I, I experienced more, like, personal growth by myself just wanting to be better in general than like actually like be like improving because of school yeah i mean it's
0: you it's just it's all about drive in the academy and i'm getting to the point where i understand that my drive needs to come from myself because it's not going to come from school Mm -hmm. and you know i i I think that we're just kind of going from there. I think mm-hmm. everybody is. There, there are some people that I can kind of tell are getting sick of it, though, and that's everybody kinda... sort of
1: like mellowing out. Yeah, and like, it, but like some people are like, you know, actually like fed up. Which I was in that. Like, I I think you noticed probably. Like yeah, I did. At 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 like I did um, like a well hold on in the manufacturing challenge. That was pretty much the angriest that I've been. Yeah, I could tell. And, uh, I don't know. It was just sort of a thing. And then after that, it was just like, whatever happens, it doesn't really matter. It was unfortunate.
0: It's unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. Um, so there's a few things that I'd like to address from the last episode that we somehow forgot to mention. Uh, chief among these being uh, we completely forgot to mention the fact that Kenneth and I participate in a robotics team. um, And in our year review episode, we completely neglected to mention that.
1: (laughs) Um, It was six weeks out of the year. That is pretty surprising to miss, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, Well, I I briefly thought about it while we were talking about Maker Faire, and then I kind of just skipped over it in my head. I don't really know why. I just know I did. Um, but that being said, you played a little bit more active of a role in this year's FRC team. Uh, so
1: I a little bit. well, but I in mean, the background, I was not, I did not like, I was not at the forefront. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that much. My like my power slicking.
0: So do you want to go over what you did
1: this year? I mean, yeah, I'm a programmer on the robotics team. I program robot. We we make robot. I make it move. Go worky. Yeah, and sometimes, well, most of the time, break the robot when we're testing it. That's. And I mean, we'll have somebody fix it. We'll yell at them because it's not my problem. I'm just a programmer. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, so. I think that this year is a little bit you're I think you're giving yourself too little credit there. Because this year you played a very large and active role in the um, the actual direction of the team comparatively. Did I? Yeah, I'd say so.
1: Uh oh. I don't know this. What do you mean? I don't know. I just feel like I I just you know, did the things that I did last year and the year before again hmm. for three times in a row.
0: But I don't know about that much. Because I'd say that this year especially, you were mostly, well, I'd say your approach changed. Because the, the last two years, you were like the model FRC student and you were at school till like 9 o'clock every night. And you were like um, yeah. you know, working till your eyes bleed, even if you didn't really have work, but this year you And then I realized I want
1: to have a life outside of that.
0: And by life we mean online
1: classes. <laughs> uh well yeah, but Which is this so year, sad I'm trying to focus more on other like extracurricular activities other than just work and school, which you know so I, I like I g I guess robotics is an extracurricular or whatever. Uh, but it is an extracurricular that I've done for three years now. So I wanted to take a little bit of a step back in terms of my work hours there mm-hmm. to put into something
0: else. I think that's definitely interesting. Because um I think that's definitely interesting. Um because I think that this year, especially for both of us, was a lot different in our, like, mindset in approaching it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, you took a more step-back approach to it. Uh, you know, you gave less of your time, and you mostly right. focused on extracurricular thing. But I kind of, like, stepped back entirely, and what I did do was kind of uncharacteristic for what I usually work on.
1: hmm because Because you're trying to to, to do different stuff yeah
0: well because i think so i ended off last year or i guess two school years ago um and that's weird but i ended off two school years ago with a like pretty solid case of burnout especially in robotics um Mm -hmm. just because of some random stuff that happened on the team but um i ended up feeling pretty burned out and pretty frustrated with the way that things were going right um so i kind of decided uh previously i had worked on software and programming um but i had kind of decided that this year i wanted to like vary my approach and kind of change what i worked on um right so i for the most part focused on mechanical um which was a lot of fun i got to work with a lot of cool people on doing that it was Definitely an experience. Uh, I think I'm gonna repeat next year. Um, right. But that's besides the point.
1: Yeah, because I I saw that. Uh, because you were like you were, you're were actually out there, doing different things that so were probably interesting because you haven't done them before.
0: Yeah, which was kind of funny because I started off the year on CAD, which is I mean. <laughs> yeah, my, you
1: went all over the place actually. M-
0: my time there yeah, was pretty.
1: There were a lot of people that were mad at that which surprised me did you did i tell you about that no but i think i've i think i noticed it
0: yeah so there uh, there's no there's a lot of things so pretty much like i because i'm fairly competent and i like you know i know how to get stuff done like, a lot of the time, if somebody's looking for somebody to do a job, they might ask me because they knew I can get it done,
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: even if I'm not the most experienced in it.
1: Um, You're pretty dependable,
0: yeah. Yeah, which is so ironic. Um, <laughs> I'm so not dependable. This is it's not even a joke. That's just, I'm so not dependable. It took me, like, a week to edit the last podcast. But anyways, um, <laughs> so <laughs> we... Like, if somebody had some work to get done, like, even if it was something as simple as like drilling out holes, I might get asked to do it rather than somebody that was on mechanical for a longer time than I was yeah. simply because I was more dependable than them. Right. And so, yeah. some of the people that were on mechanical longer than I was got a little bit frustrated at that, apparently. Which um,
1: yeah. And I didn't realize that drilling holes and doing a bunch of random, boring stuff. Well, could. Largely
0: be considered menial labor. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that that was so interesting. Maybe that's why I'm not a mechanical. I just don't understand that.
0: And so like, I apparently I got some comments about it, but I didn't really notice to be honest.
1: That that's weird.
0: Yeah. So as I like progressed through the year, I kind of like varied my focus. Um, I took two as as previously discussed. I've taken two AP classes this year, Mm -hmm. which was um, where a large amount of my time went right. um, and you know I, I definitely understand now because previously there had been kids that weren't in the academy that were on the team um, and I like didn't understand why they found it so hard to be on the team while also like juggling like high level regular school work right. um, and I definitely 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 understand that now like really understand that I found it, like, so hard to, like, even try and give some of my time to it, even with, like, the anxiety of having something to do in the class later.
1: That's really interesting because my approach to that was just, hey, look, here's some time that I'm using. That is now something else. I just decided I'm going to spend less time on the robotics team. That way I can just have more time. Which which isn't
0: to say that your impact went down, though. Mm
1: Mm-hmm um which because you has you a lot out. about my effort on the team and what I actually do per time of the last well
0: month. no I wouldn't say that much because
1: I, I definitely think that you're I'm more efficient yeah and it's kind of interesting because um I just took that that big dramatic approach and I know you probably wouldn't have done that if you were in the same situation um but like it's probably just because I'm Used to time blocking, so I'm like, cut this out. Literally, like left click, delete. Goodbye. yeah
0: I I just think that it was, like from my perspective, like your your shift was a lot more interesting
1: mm-hmm. because... and dramatic. It was very dramatic. Like yeah, everybody, multiple people were asking where I was, and I was just like, I don't know. Which is very funny because the
0: same amount of work was getting done regardless. It's mm. just that you weren't staying there till 6 o'clock
1: every night or 5 right. o'clock this year. I have probably been getting more efficient.
0: Yeah, because, well, I mean, it, you you would, you would just, you wouldn't stay after school. You'd just get the work done that you needed to get done during school hours and yeah. then
1: just, what, just and go then, home. Like, it's funny because, like, you know, it's often said that, like, if you don't stay often, then there can be a dramatic change that you're not, uh, like, Uh, knowledgeable of and then all of a sudden everything can be different that sort of happened but i just sort of went with it it's like oh you have a a new mechanical system that you need to make work and then i just did that because it wasn't that hard
0: yeah but i don't think that really matters to you though because at the end of the day you are software so like a change like it's not like yeah if you're on mechanical you literally have to like stop what you're doing and build a
1: whole new thing Mm -hmm. and like with software it's just once you know how to put things together it is very easy to just spin up a simple like simple code that'll just work properly which i guess that's why uh, my interest has gone down because i sort of like it's sort of like cookie cutter it's sort of cookie cutter it's like oh this subsystem this functionality has a, a a pneumatic piston and a servo or something and a motor and I mean, those are pretty much like the three main actuators that you actually have. So it's not actually that difficult.
0: Yeah. I, just, I don't, I don't know. I think that it was, it was definitely like this year was different for us in a lot of ways. Um, because I mean, like you said, like we said, we both stepped back our level of time that we were given to the team. Um, and so like that in general just changed our approach and changed the way that we were working right you know and, and I, I like I, i've definitely had moments where like i got frustrated because there was one time like i went out of my way to come to school on a saturday like to work on robotics right, right. and then i got there and i was told i couldn't work on robotics because i wasn't there the day before
1: which doesn't make any sense yeah because I did the exact same thing, and nobody cared. Yeah. Probably because nobody understands software. Like, at least with yeah. the mechanical thing, it's like, oh, these things move. So you didn't make these things move. So yeah. you're not allowed, I guess. But that's still weird because, you know, you're putting forth the the effort to actually be there. So they should respect your time because they were not doing that.
0: Yeah. And it it got frustrating to me in a lot of aspects because, you know, like I'm it it, like I'm not like at the end of the day, I'm not incapable, you know? Mm -hmm. Like at least if I show up, like give me something stupid to do. Like and, and I don't mean like cleaning the room or something. I mean like just give me something that I can do that maybe won't have the necessary like biggest impact. Just give me something to do besides like, well, you went out of your way to be here on a Saturday, but you weren't here the day before. So what we're going to do is, um, you know, you're just going to clean, which, which is, like, that felt like such a big slap in the face, mm-hmm. like, to, to show up. Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying Saturday. It was on a Monday, like, uh, like a Monday off. It was a three-day weekend, and oh. I came on a Monday, and I hadn't been there Sunday or Saturday. So i was told i couldn't work because i wasn't there um like mind you there were like five other people there Mm -hmm. and i still got told stuff to do because i was there and people needed work to get done Mm -hmm. and i still got the work done as much as i would have if i was there the other days right and i understand that because like i guess the philosophy is like well if you're not showing up right then and somebody learns from your example nobody's going to show up and then at the end of the day we're not going to get anything done because there's nobody to build the robot but like it wasn't like that and especially because this year especially a lot of the work went to like a key two people yeah especially for mechanical like it went to a two key people and there wasn't much else to do besides that like even on software like you guys were like it was pretty much just you and trevor and cameron running the show that the same thing went for mechanical and CAD so like it's not it's not that I was just you know being lazy and I didn't want to be there it's just that if I was there there probably wasn't going to be that much to do Mm -hmm. and I was probably would have been more of a hindrance if I was there because I would have been looking for work and then probably would have gotten somebody's way right so I I think that like next year we're going to have to vary our approach um well i'm gonna vary my approach is what i mean you don't have yeah. to um i'll probably so do next it. year yeah next year i'm gonna vary my approach and focus more on mechanical and the stuff that like actually interests me and i have fun doing
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and i don't know how that's gonna turn out i'm hoping it'll be good um but i want to focus more on stuff that i care about right. and actually it's fun to me because that's The way to prevent burnout and so like i do have fun i did have fun doing software it's just that at the end of the day i'm not as good at software so what would get frustrating to me is like i would be working on something and then i didn't really get it so it would take a while to get done Mm -hmm. and because of the way that the team works you know you still need that at some point in time right so somebody would have to take over for me so, I was having fun, but then I just got frustrated because somebody had to take my job, and now I don't have a job, so I'm just sitting there
1: yeah i i, I think that was like that was also a thing right because there were, honestly like there wasn't really a lot to do in terms of like programming it was yeah. pretty pretty simple, like we didn't really try and push the technology um as much as we did like the past. but there were
0: three major subsystems
1: mhm, yeah i think yeah and one of them factored into it it was it's more like two and a half yeah yeah and and it's like i don't know i just feel like there wasn't really a lot to do so if you have a team of people that are really good at it then it's really hard to give the reins to somebody else yeah which is what happened
0: and it, it got weird at a certain point because a lot of people were... I'd say that this year, especially, a lot of people felt alienated by the team. Um, right. And I, I do think that some people that felt alienated, the part that made them feel alienated was probably themselves. But this year, especially, I noticed like a big shift in people that were like, this isn't working, and I'm not having fun, mm-hmm. even though we did so excellent this year. Right. Which That's is... Sort of how I feel. An interesting concept to me, because I have a theory that once a team gets so large, you split it into two separate focus, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, and it's it's inherent. So, like, because the team got so large um, in years previous...
1: The there was work yeah there work were like thin. if you want everybody to do something
0: like I, last year our official count was like 46 people mm-hmm. but i mean how many of them actually like were working probably like 10 15
1: yeah a, a key a key like 20 percent.
0: yeah and so when that happens like
1: a 20 situation right 80% yeah of the work gets done by 20 percent of the people
0: yeah so when that happened like that stopped happening this year because a lot of people left the team effectively um so that work kind of it probably got like to a 70 30 percentage right and then at the beginning it was was like 70 yeah. yeah and then towards the end it got back to 80 20. yeah which is really weird um and there's i don't think there's a way to explain it except that people started to feel more alienated mm-hmm. because i think a lot of people like came into the season being really excited and being really interested um and then just either got sucked away for awards or started doing other stuff because they wanted to do that
1: more mm-hmm. it is very hard to find a balance between teaching new people to a level where they can do things independently from you mm-hmm and also getting things done.
0: Yeah. And, and so I think at, at the end of the day, what what's going to change next year is that that same focus on a key group of people is going to be happening. It's just I think there's probably going to be a lot more infighting. Would you agree? Yeah. Well, I mean infighting in the sense that um
1: yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of a way to say this. Let's just skip this topic. Um Okay. Yeah, that's probably for the best.